Hi, I'm Nancy Dufresne. Welcome to our podcast channel. We know you'll be blessed by today's message. Hallelujah. We glorify you, Jesus. We glorify you, Jesus. We magnify you. We glorify that name. 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 That at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. We magnify that name. We lift up that name. We belong to that name. That name belongs to us. And we glorify that name. We worship you. We magnify you. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, praises be to the side of your spine there's the power of God going down on either side of that spine and it seems to me there's been nerve damage along the spine that is being healed right now just receive it say how do, pastor Nancy you say how do I receive it say I receive it amen these transactions happen by faith words hallelujah Hallelujah. Those words give him permission. Our faith is simply our agreement with what he wants to do. Hallelujah. That's being healed right now. I said that's being healed right now. Do something you couldn't do or was a difficulty for you to do. Move around. Bend over. Side to side. Do something right there where you're seated. Give action to that anointing. We're not checking to see if it worked we're giving action to that anointing we believe in the power of God amen hallelujah hallelujah somebody else's wrist is being healed right now your wrist is being healed move that around move that around hallelujah complete freedom and liberty for you praise the Lord praise the Lord hallelujah Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. There's been some kind of skin condition that has really uh, 
it's, it's been more evident on the back. It might have been in other locations, but there has been uh, great breakouts of that up the back. That is being healed right now. Hallelujah. That could also be by those who are watching us live in your home right now. Release your faith. You can receive it. And don't get in that mental arena and say, does she mean me? Does she mean me? Like I said before, if it got anywhere near my need, I'm jumping on it. Amen. That's just, just, just a hint of it coming by me. That's enough for me to take it. Amen. Hallelujah. We praise you. We glorify you. We glorify you. Somebody, the bottoms of your feet have given you so much pain, so much difficulty. It has hindered you in your ability to stand very long, to walk very far. Your feet are being healed right now. Just stomp down on those. Move around on those. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We praise you, Father. We praise you, Father. We glorify you. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Knees are being healed right now. Knees, knees are being healed right now. Move those around. Hallelujah. And you say, well, Pastor Nancy, mine are so destroyed that I need knee replacements. That's not too great for his power. <laughs> that is such an easy thing. It's an easy thing for God. I just so love what Jesus said. When he, when he told him, you, you know, your sins are forgiven, you rise and walk, and it made people mad. Who are you to say that? And he didn't say which is harder. He said which is easier. With God, it's all easy. With God, it's all easy. Don't accuse what's hard with man as being hard for God. It's all easy for God. Hallelujah. So those knee, the, you, you needing new knees, easy for God. Easy for God. Stay out of the mental arena. Just stay in the faith arena. It's easy to faith, but it's impossible to the mind. So stay out of that mental arena. Just say from your heart, it's easy. And I receive it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. There are uh, someone, uh, some women, female organs are being healed right now. Female organs are being healed right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Respond to that. Say, I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. Respond from your spirit. Now people would say, what does it mean when you say respond to your spirit? Mean it. Mean it. Just mean it. If you ever told anyone you loved them, did you mean it? That's from your heart. Amen? That's uh, that, it's just that simple. Mean it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Not only that, there's other inter internal organs being healed right now. Other internal organs being healed. And you say, well, which ones? Whichever ones you will release your faith for. I appreciate when God gives a more general call like that because in doing that... He lets whoever has a, a, a condition with those organs, He lets their faith just lay hold of it. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Somebody with your neck. Your neck, move that around. The power of God is on your neck right now. 
dealing with that condition, driving it out. Don't get used to pain. Don't, don't be someone who copes with pain, who manages pain. That's all the world knows how to, what to tell people, to learn to cope or manage. But we're redeemed from pain. Amen. We're not just looking for relief. We go all the way to victory. Victory is what we settle for. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Right up, right in the front of someone's, your throat being healed right now. Your throat is being healed right now. Just receive that. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And those of you who are watching, whatever platform you're watching it on, notify us. Let us know. Because we keep track of all of these uh, healing reports that we receive from you. And we want to hear about it. Hallelujah. Somebody's ears are being healed. I mean, you just start singing about him. And him starts being him. In that moment. Amen. Hallelujah. And He is the healer. He is the healer. Hallelujah. When He is honored as the healer, He heals. When He's honored as the Savior, we receive salvation. When He's honored as the provider, we receive provision. However He's honored. Amen. That's what He, is, he will be to us. He is not all He can be to us. He's all that we honor of Him. I hope you got that. Just because He is something, He can only be that to us as we honor that of Him. When people don't know Him as healer, they don't receive, not because He can't do it or doesn't have it for them, because they don't know how to cooperate with that flow of His honor by honoring Him as that. But we know, we know, and we're learning more. I said we're learning more. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Never gets old to me to have that power doing its work. The yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Thank God for the anointing of God. Jesus, we glorify you. We glorify, we magnify. We give you all thanks and praise. Somebody's hip. Somebody's hip is being healed right now. I don't know whether it's out of place or has just been injured or what, but your hip is being healed right now. Receive that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give action to that. Move around. Move around on that. Do something. Violate that. Violate that. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you for it, Jesus. We thank you for it, Jesus. We glorify you. Teeth are being healed right now. Teeth are being healed right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just receive that power. We thank you for it, Father. We thank you for it, Father. I'm so grateful to be in the place tonight in, where the atmosphere is charged with his ability, His power, 
His power is present everywhere, but it's not in manifestation everywhere. That power has to be cooperated with for it to come into manifestation. So thank God we're in a place tonight where it's in manifestation. Amen. Amen. You can just read. You say, well, Pastor Nancy, you didn't call out my condition. The power is here to meet that. You can just reach up and receive that. And I, 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 so, I so believe that the reason God will, me, will minister this way, calling out words of knowledge, is he's trying to ignite faith and stir up faith in people. To say, well, if God will heal those conditions, he'll heal mine. He's not leaving people out. He's inviting people in by calling out words of knowledge. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We worship you, Jesus. Let's sing it again. Oh, praises be to the Say this after me. He is wonderful to me. Hallelujah. Isn't it, isn't it something? We belong to him and he belongs to us. And it's all his idea. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No more self-image problems when you settle that. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Well, let's thank Him tonight. Thank you for healing. Thank you, Jesus. We give you glory and honor and thanks and praise. We magnify you. We glorify you. We thank you so, 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 so much. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's so good to be healed. I said, it's so good to be healed. It's so good to be healed. And that happened because he's good. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. 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 
Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. There is nothing you can't praise your way out of. Nothing you can't praise your way out of. And nothing you can't praise your way into. Sometimes we need out, sometimes we need in. And those roads are paved with praise and we get on them. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah.
said, sitting in that jail, when he said, rejoice in the Lord always. A dark place he was in. An oppressive place he was in. And he said, rejoice in the Lord always. What? Always. And again, I say, why? Because this is where many times people are missing it. In the dark place. Amen. Yeah, doing the wrong thing. Being dark in the dark place won't get you out of dark. And I, I just tell you, I just get so, so blessed by Paul and Silas, of course, beaten, 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 not congratulated, no fruit basket on their entry into town, beaten, thrown in prison, dark, cold, you know, and uh, they prayed, but they didn't stop there. If you stop there, you're going to stay there. They prayed and sang praises. They were so loud, the prisoners heard them. They weren't just, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. I tell you what, when you're feeling a lot, you've got to get past what you're feeling with praising. And uh, I... I was listening to Brother Copeland. We were in his meeting, and he said something astounding. He said, that earthquake came. He said, where did it come? He said, it came out of them. It came out of them. Why? That anointing within broke off yokes. And their, their chains fell off. Their doors flew open. And it's so impressive to me that when that happened, they just stayed right there. <laughs> Brother, I'd have been up and out. You would have too. You would have too. But they weren't. Why? Because they, they had already exited before the doors opened. They weren't seeing their opportunity. They had already made the exit. I'm talking about from here. And then because they stayed, there was a jailer who became fruit. <laughs> Probably became the pastor of the church in town. <laughs> Amen. Because we're not praising uh, grasping. Amen. It's because we know something. We know something. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Remember what we've said this week. These services are practice times. For when you're not in the building together, now you know how to do it by yourself. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right, turn around to three or four different people. And say, He is wonderful to me. And you can be seated. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
Tony, music group, Deborah, Grant, all that. They give them a great big God bless you. OJ. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they did a good job. You're not done yet, but we're just trying to keep you around. Hallelujah. Pastor Chris, Pastor Amber, I tell you what, you spoiled us rotten. We, we so appreciate all that you've done to host us. Thank you so much for those of you who might not have been here Sunday to know this, that this congregation received offerings before we arrived and they paid for two-thirds of the budget already, the expenses, before we got here. This precious congregation, thank you so much. What a seed you've sown. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you, Pastor Amber. I, we appreciate it so much. To the congregation of World Harvest Church of Paducah, we thank you for all the hours. You didn't just sow your finances, but all the hours to get this place ready to host all the, the guests that have come. Thank you so, so very much. Uh, we value the time and we honor the time that you have taken to do this as a church family. And uh, just know we appreciate it more than words can say. And to the pastors and ministers who have come and traveled to be here uh, during this week, some of them have come for the earlier part and some are here now, but thank you so much. When you come and you bring uh, what's in you, it elevates things. So thank you so much. And then for all the congregation members, even from other churches, who came and you drove to be a part of these meetings, Thank you so, so much. And uh, to the seagulls, yeah. off the chain, off the chain, off the chain. Thank you so much. And to my staff, I don't know where they're, they're, they're sprinkled, scattered everywhere. They're everywhere. And so thank you to the staff. They did such a great job. And it is, I tell you what, it's the best life obeying God. It's the best life. And nothing he ever asks us to do is grievous. It's total honor. And so we appreciate it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Turn with me to Luke chapter 4. I'll do an abbreviated sermon tonight. How about that? I say abbreviated. I may, I may take that back. <laughs> Hallelujah. Um, actually, before you turn there, <laughs> 1 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 10. 1 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 10. I so appreciate Paul, his interest not only in people being born again in the harvest, he's interested in their faith life. First uh, Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 10, he said, Night and day praying exceedingly that we might, look at this, see your face, see your face. When uh, one thing about the anointing upon a pastor or a minister when they are, when they see their face of their congregation, many times uh, something else will go into operation. Many times a gift of the Spirit, a word of knowledge of how to help them specifically when you get within proximity. I appreciate the technology that allows us to see things uh, from this way because those watching can see our face, but we can't see their face. 
And so there's something about being in proximity that if God wants to, because the gifts of the Spirit don't operate at your command. They operate as the Spirit wills. And anyone who says that they, ought, they can operate at command, it's not the same Spirit we're talking about. Because that happens as the Spirit wills. But I've noticed many times just seeing someone's face, uh, I'll change a sermon because I saw their face. I will, uh, the, the Spirit of God will give me something for them because I saw their face. Yes. So Paul said, night and day praying exceedingly that we might see your face and, and what? And might perfect that which is lacking in your faith. So notice this, it was all about the condition and the health of their faith yes. that he was interested in. Amen, amen. In writing this. Yeah. Why? Because our faith is our connector to God. Yes. And if our connector to God has imperfections in it, right. then the flow received from that is hindered. Yeah. Not on God's end, but on faith's end. Yeah. Yeah. And I so appreciate he was interested in the health of their faith. Yeah. And uh, why? Because imperfect faith gets imperfect results. God, ex God intends that our faith receives every time. Every time. Have you say, Pastor Nancy, have you received every time? No, not. If I go back into my history, no. But I'm, I'm, my faith is, is being more and more perfected. Just like yours. Amen. Because God's intent is that we receive every time. Every time. And there's no such thing as a faith failure. Now, we might have failed, but faith never fails. Faith never fails. So what, what we have, if we're not receiving what faith is available to faith, there's something imperfect in the faith. In our faith. Not, amen. So Paul said, I, I want to see you. And uh, because he said, I can uh, bring something to your faith. And you know, different. all of us need something different many times to our faith. Yeah, what one needs uh, might not be exactly the same help that another needs. Amen. Um, Acts chapter 14, and I'll just quote it for, for time's sake. Acts 14 and verse 8, and it talked about there was a, the man at Lister, remember Paul, went there. And uh, it said he was impotent in his feet. A certain man at Lystra, impotent in his feet, being a cripple from his mother, mother's womb, who never had walked, never had, never had walked. Can you imagine those limbs, what they looked like? There was nothing, to, no ability to support. Verse 9, in the same heard Paul speak. Ah, he heard something. Legs are going to change because he heard something. The, the story of his life is going to be rewritten because he's hearing something. The same heard Paul speak who steadfastly beholding him, Paul steadfastly beholding the cripple man. He said and perceiving that he had faith to be healed. Now we stop right there. He had faith to be healed, but notice he's still crippled. He has faith to be healed, but he's still crippled. Paul perceived he has faith, but he's still crippled. What's the problem? Imperfect faith. So Paul saw him, perceived that he had faith, 
and was able to diagnose what his faith lacked. What did his faith lack? Verse 10 says it. He said with a loud voice, stand up right on thy feet. And he leaped and walked. What did his faith lack? Action. He lacked acting. You can have faith, but if you lack right actions, you're still held out of. Not by God, but by imperfect faith. Hallelujah. So we see that. Amen. Uh, being in the location where he could hear Paul, he was in a place where his faith could get helped. Go to churches where your faith is helped. Because there will be the emergencies of life that arise. I don't care who you are. Amen. Faith doesn't mean you don't have mountains. Faith means you know what to do to them. Amen. Everyone needs someone to speak into their life to help perfect their faith. Everyone. Back in 1971, God sent my husband. He was a deacon in his full gospel church in Southern California. And somebody handed Ed a brochure inviting him to the full gospel Businessmen's World Convention in Denver, Colorado at the Denver Hilton Hotel. And when they handed him that brochure, God spoke to him and said, I want you to go. And he said, I don't have the money to go. And listen to what God said, sell your house. People say, I wouldn't sell my house. Well, <laughs> he got there. And uh, Jesus walked in put a healing anointing in his hand. Wow. It's cheap selling your house to get that. When God tells you to be somewhere that marked the, the future of his life, his ministry, and has marked even the family and what we're carrying on because he sold his house. He was in one place to be what he was, where he was supposed to be to get what he was to get. I tell you, I will go against every convenience yes. or inconvenience yes. Yes. to be where God tells me to be yeah. because you never know what's on the other end of that. Amen. But not only did that healing anointing come into his hand, and it was the beginning of the ministry God had for him, but also there he heard for the first time three men he had never heard of before. One of them was Kenneth Copeland. He had just started his preaching ministry. The next one was John Osteen. The third one was Kenneth Hagin. And God spoke to him and said, this is one of the reasons I brought you here because that man is to speak into your life. And he said, if you're to finish what I have for you, you'll have to be around him to receive. Why? Everyone who wants to go further in God has to get around somebody who knows God better than them. That's right. That's it. God leads us to people who yes. lead us to Him. Yes. Come on. That's right. That's right. Yes. Yes. Amen. And we stayed with Dad Hagen until he went home to be with the Lord. When he went home to be with the Lord, my husband was that to me. 
He was that voice into my life because to me, he wasn't just my husband. He was a voice into my life. And then the day he went home to be with the Lord, the first, one of the first things I said that day, I said, okay, God, who else? Where is my place? I need somebody that I'll listen to that can speak into my life. Who is that? And then, of course, Brother Copeland called within a few moments and had the word of the Lord in his mouth for my future. Ringy-dingy, pay attention. Who's got, who's got help in their mouth for me? Pay attention. I need, I need to hear more. And so because of that, we've been able to stay on course because we're not just relying on being self-taught. Being self-taught in spiritual matters is risky. You need somebody with experience. Somebody that has walked in places that God has for you to go. Praise the Lord. And so I, I've, never, I've never ever wanted to not know who's speaking into my life. Yeah. A uh, couple of years ago, I had a... I had a dream, and in that dream, I had, I saw a, a, a demon, and he was about the size of a man, but his face was completely enraged, and he was, have you ever seen how people that, you know, they're getting ready to go, get into a fight, and they kind of man up like that, <laughs> you know, just, it is, yeah, what, I don't know what that's called, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> But I mean, he was trying to come at me, lunging my direction. And then the, the scene broadened, and I saw why he couldn't. There was an angel on either side holding him back. And uh, he was like this. He was as far as he could go. And they were just standing there, un putting forth very little effort. But on either side of him. And... Uh, I said to God, uh, I said, uh, what restrained him? I know angels are part of that, but I, I'm saying, what is that? And then I was reminded in about 2015, Morgan, was it 2015 when Brother Copeland was in the back room and spoke? Because he's, since 2014, he's come every January. And I believe it was 2015, and he, he was in our back room after the service, and he went down the row and ministered to my family, my children, my grandchildren. And he came to me, and he said, Oh, no, you don't, Satan. And he took authority over him. It dawned on me. That's when that spirit was dealt with, and the restraints of a man with a higher anointing. Yeah, amen, amen. I want someone with a greater anointing speaking into my life. It's a protection to me because evidently I needed his authority and his anointing. Now, what if I ever decide I don't need someone to speak into me? What if I ever decide to leave the place God told me to be hooked up to? What gets released? Yeah, what gets released? If I decide I don't want that authority over my life, this yeah. is why it's so important, congregation, that you have pastors. That's right. exactly. Because they have an anointing from God yes. to have oversight. Yes. Yes. Yep. Amen. Thank you, 
And now because I stepped into and honor that connection that God put together, because of that, I don't have to deal with what I saw. His higher anointing dealt with it. Now I'm just saying, congregation members, laymen need a pastor. But ministers need somebody that God's, God chooses to, pick in, to speak into your life. Because every one of us is going to need somebody to speak to us. Amen. So whoever God speaks to you about, honor that. Amen. So this man from Lystra, he went and heard something from a man that spoke into his life and his faith was perfected. And he was no longer a cripple. Why? Because his faith came into a higher flow of perfection. Amen. So it matters that you go to church every opportunity you can because there's equipment there to help perfect your faith. Yeah. Because you can't go anywhere in God without it. And you want to go further in faith. And you want to go further with God, you only get there by faith. That's it. Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, this morning, I kept having this phrase come to me regarding healing. Uh, the devil plays word games. You know what I mean by word games? I call it word games. Um, for example, I'd, I'd said to somebody around me, I said, while I'm gone, I want you, as soon as I leave, you call this, the, or I was going to be gone about a week. Mm-hmm. This week, when I go, you call such and such and see about getting this project done. And uh, so I'm gone all week, and I come home and I said, did you call them? I said, did you call them this week? I called, and they didn't return my call. See, there's no such animal. There's no such animal. That means you got to call, you got to phone, you keep calling till. There's no such thing as you call and then you wait. And so I said, now I told you to call on Monday. I called. I said, let, let me reword this. Did you call on Monday? No, I called later. When did you call? Right before I picked you up. Okay, all right. Now, see, what am I talking about? Word games. Word games. This is, children do this. Did you clean your room? I picked up my clothes. That's not what I said. Don't play word games to try to shift. The devil plays word games. And if you don't catch him, it can cost you a miracle. Um, He said to Eve in the garden, hath God said? What was her answer? God hath said. Same three words, just change the order. Sounds so similar, but the order's changed and changes the meaning. The devil doesn't want to give you a whole new vocabulary. He wants to take your vocabulary and tweak it 
just a little so that you don't recognize the change. Word games. Why? Because everything we receive from God is by words. We hear words. Faith comes by hearing words. Uh, Faith is released by words. It's all by words. So the devil seeks to play word games so that your words can be the right ones, but out of order, they're ineffective. Luke chapter 4, verse 1. And Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost, returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Luke chapter 4, verse 1. Look at this. I so appreciate this. This is right before this, Jesus was baptized in the river Jordan by John the Baptist, right? And Jesus, look at this, being full. Jesus being full. Jesus needed to be full. He was the son of God, but he needed to be the full son of God. And Jesus being full. If we're going to be like him, we have to be full because he was full. And Jesus being full of the Holy Ghost returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. I want to take away some of the descriptive words of this verse. Let me read it to you this way. And Jesus being full of the Holy Ghost was led. And Jesus being full of the Holy Ghost was led. When you're full, it's easier to know the leading. It's easier to know and recognize how he's leading. And when people struggle to know how he's leading, the solution is not getting him to talk to you. It's about filling up so you can better hear. Yeah, yeah, amen, amen. Amen. Verse 2, being 40 days tempted of the devil, and in those days he, he did eat nothing. And when they were ended, he afterward hungered. And the devil said unto him, if thou be the Son of God. One little word. One two-letter word. If. Not thou be the Son of God. Just, just that's, that's correct. But two letters change the whole thing. Word games. If thou be the Son of God, <coughs> command, this, command this stone that it be made bread. And Jesus answered, saying, It is written. So notice Jesus' policy of dealing with the devil was to answer with the word. That was his policy. Yeah. Tell your need what God says. Tell your need. Many times people are telling God their need, which is not inappropriate, but at some point you're going to have to tell your need what God says. Because if, if you don't, that need will live with you and keep living with you for free. Paying nothing but taking everything. Amen. You have to fill your thoughts with what God says. Fill your mouth with what God says. Hold to what God says because that's Jesus' policy of dealing with the devil. Uh, Dad Hagen, one of my favorite stories, of course, he was raised up from an incurable heart condition. He had an incurable blood condition. He said later uh, in his preaching, he said, I believe it was leukemia. They never diagnosed him, but with all, the, with all of the symptoms and everything, that's what they believed it was. So he, had, he, was in, he was deformed throughout his entire chest cavity. It wasn't just heart condition. Organs were in the wrong place. They weren't where they were supposed to be, and they were even deformed. They were misshaped. 
And he said to the doctor, he said when he was on his deathbed, he said, how come when I take a drink of water, it doesn't go down to my stomach? I feel it go throughout my chest cavity. He said, because you're deformed throughout your entire chest cavities. He said, the pipes, the tubes, and everything are not connected, right? They, it just goes everywhere. Wow. Where it's not supposed to. That's what he told him. So, of course, Dad Hagen believed God. Light came. He believed God. He was raised up off of his deathbed. But there were a few times throughout the course of his life in ministry, those conditions tried to come back on him. He would talk about when I would get in disobedience. He said, then I would start having issues. But one time in particular, he was at Dad Goodwin's home. Dad Goodwin and him were in close fellowship. He was a precious pastor in Garland, Texas. And uh, he was in Dad Goodwin's home. And for several days, he said, I had heart uh, milder heart conditions but he said they kept getting worse and worse and he said I got off to where I couldn't sleep one night and he said I was laying in bed and he said I just pulled the covers up over my head so I wouldn't wake up anybody at the house and he said I just sat there and laughed ha 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 he said it sounded just that that you know spectacular ha 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 he chose to laugh well, what is he doing? Well, when you know something, you laugh. The Bible says that God sits up in heaven and he laughs, and he's talking about his, regarding his enemies. Why? Because he knows something. So when you know something, you can laugh when you feel like crying. And when circumstances try to make you cry. When you know something, you're not laughing. He wasn't laughing because of what he felt. He was laughing because he, of what he knew. So he just sat there. He said, I, for about 10 minutes, ha, 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 just like that. Ha, ha, ha. And he said, after 10 minutes of doing that, the devil said, what are you laughing at? And he said, I'm laughing at you. <laughs> and the devil said, why are you laughing at me? He said, because you said that this is one time I'm not going to get my healing. The devil said, that's right. This is one time you're not going to get your healing. He said, ha, 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 ha. And he kept laughing about another 10 minutes, just like that. And the devil said, what are you laughing at? He said, I already told you I'm laughing at you. He said, why are you laughing at me? He said, because you said, this is one time I'm not going to get my healing. The devil said, that's right. This is one time you're not going to get it. And he says, devil, the good thing is I don't have to get it. I already got it. Word games. Word games. Get or got. You don't catch that one. It'll cost you your miracle. Amen. Amen. People can be robbed of their miracle by one wrong word. Why? Because one wrong word is one wrong thought. It's one wrong way of thinking. To think he's got to get it is to show that he doesn't know he's got it. Faith got it. Faith ain't getting it. Faith got it. Amen. People can slip from faith into hope with one wrong word. Hope is all hope will anchor you for what's down the road, future. Our hope of heaven, uh -huh. but that's not present 
in that sense. We haven't arrived there yet, but that's our hope. Right? Hope always deals with the future. Faith always deals with now. Why? Hebrews 11. Now faith is. What? Substance of things hoped for. You hope for something, and then you have to let go of hope and turn and take hold of faith. Hope will direct you, but faith is what arrives. You can't arrive at your miracle with hope. You arrive with your faith. And it only takes one wrong word to slip from faith back into hope. And it's always out in the future. Always out in the future. I, always out in the future. It's not faith. It is not faith to say, I believe God is going to heal me. It's not faith. Why? Going to is future. That's hope. One wrong word. Wrong, word games. Word games. God is going to heal me. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. No. It shows the wrong thinking. Faith is always now. I got it. 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 Saying I believe. I believe God has it for me. That's not faith. Because faith is, I got it now. Praise the Lord. God, uh, I said this last night. Faith is not believing God can do it. That's not. That's not faith. Faith is, God does it for me now. God does it for me now. I love the, the story of a preacher knew this Jewish man, and this Jewish man had um, several different clothing stores. He was quite well off. And the preacher asked him, how do you prosper? And this Jewish man looked at him and said, I don't understand your question. <laughs> and the preacher said, how did you get so wealthy? How did you prosper? And he said, I don't understand your question. And he said, how did you make so much money? How did you prosper? And the Jew said, I'm a Jew. The preacher didn't know what he meant. But in the mind of the Jew, Jew and prosperity were the same thing. They're, they're joined. In the mind of the preacher, he's making them two different things of a Jew trying to get it. And in the mind of the Jew, he got it. He is that. This is where people miss their miracles, their healings, and everything else. Because many times they're trying, they see themselves as separate from healing, trying to get it. Separate from miracle, trying to get it. They're chasing it. They're going after it. I'm going. God is going to. That would be like somebody saying to me, how did you get to be a female? I would have to say, I don't understand your question. I didn't have to get being a female. I was born that way. How did you, 
How do I get healing? I don't understand your question. At the new birth, you were born that way. And in your mind, you and health are the same thing. Child of God and health is the same thing. Child of God and healed are the same thing. Child of God and prosperous are the same thing. Child of God and victorious, the same thing. And if you don't catch that word game, you'll lose a miracle. And it can cost you your life. We are not trying to get it. That's who we are. 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 We are in Christ. He is health. We are in health because even as he is, so are we in this world. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Jesus is the head. We are the body. One unit. When it says, and, 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 and Brother Joel and Pastor Amy have been preaching about raised and seated with Christ, there is not Jesus sitting at the right hand of the Father and a bunch of little thrones lined up all the way down. We are in the same seat. Why? Because the head and the body are in the same seat of authority. Everything that the head is, the body is. Everything. Everything. And if you think you're trying to get it, that lack of knowledge is what the devil needs to, to steal from you. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Hosea chapter 4, verse 6, my people. God said, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. That word destroyed means cut off. My people are cut off from what belongs to them because of lack of knowledge about what belongs to them. Not because of the devil, ignorance. The devil's counting on our ignorance to work his plan. And when we run ignorance out, we run his doors out. Amen. He's got no access to us. Praise God. Jesus, the head. Us, the body. The, bo the head is whole. The body is whole. I am whole. I am not trying to get whole. I was born into it. Born into it at the new birth. Born into it. Born into it. You are not the sick trying to get healed. You are the healed and the devil's trying to steal your health. Now see, if you don't tweak the thinking of that, and you, I'm telling you, you can't just hear this once and get this anchored in you. You're going to have to listen to these kinds of statements over and over and drive them down into you until nothing separates you from right thinking. No pain, no circumstance, no report, no anything. In pastoring over, the, over 25 years, I would have people come to me and say, Pastor Nancy, I'm going to the doctor, believe with me for a good report. And I go, uh-oh, we got a problem. You already got a good report. If you're waiting for a man to give, to give you a report so that you can be in faith. We, I, I, what, how we think is anchored in the word. And no matter what they say, that doesn't change who I am. It doesn't change what I have now as my present possession. I am the healed. And the devil's trying to steal my health. I am not the sick 
trying to get healed. I am not the broke trying to get prosperous. I am the prosperous at the new birth, not at the, the job hiring, not at the paycheck, not when I bought that nice house. I was prosperous at the new birth when I came into union with him. I came into all that he is and all that he made mine. Now, I just need to learn that and know that, and then I too can sit like Dad Hagen did in bed and laugh. That's right. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. The head cannot be whole and the body be sick. Not possible. We are one in wholeness with him. And I refuse to let the devil steal the wholeness and the health that is mine. But if I think I've got to get it, I'll not ever walk in it. Because I don't really understand I'm, that's who I am. Praise the Lord. He sent his word what's it, what, and healed them. We're not authorized to change any part of that. We are not authorized to say he sent his word and he's going to heal me. You understand that? But this is where a lot of people's mindset is. He sent his word and he's going to heal me with that word. It's not what he said. It's not what he said. He sent his word and healed. And healed. I'm going to stay on the word to stay in my health. I stay on the word and I stay on my health. Praise the Lord. If the devil can get you off of onto one wrong word, he can steal your miracle from you. There's only one, one word difference between faith and hope. And it's the word now. That's right. Yeah. Amen. That's right. And until you said now, you're in hope. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> you say, it's not that legalistic. Okay. Why do I have to be that legalistic? Why do I have to be? Is it just one word? I just said I'm going to get my healing, Pastor Nancy. I just said I'm just going to get that. Okay, go up to a teller at the bank. You're going to deposit a million-dollar check, and they fill out the deposit slip for you, and she leaves off a zero, and now it's not a million, it's 100000 It's just one. It's just one zero? Come on, what's the deal? Just let it go. What's the difference between that one zero? About a million bucks. That's the difference. Why are you just so picking about, I'm going to get my healing or I'm, I'm healed? It's the difference between life and death. That's why. It's the difference between more than a million bucks. It's the difference between a miracle or no miracle. It's the difference between a healing and no healing. Yes, amen. The devil plays word games. And if you don't catch him at his word games, and it takes a renewed mind to catch him, an unrenewed mind will not catch him. You've got to know what the Word says. You've got to think right. Your greatest defense against the devil is a renewed mind because you catch him in his Word games. He played him with Jesus, if thou be the Son of God. There you go. Mm -hmm. Mark chapter 11. Are you still with me? 
Mark chapter 11, verse 22. Mark 11, verse 22. And Jesus answering saith unto them, Have faith in God. And we know the original says, Have the faith of God. Verse 23, for verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Verse 23 is simply saying this, things will obey you, talk to them. Things will obey you, talk to them. Yeah. Many talk to God about the mountain, and you are to talk to your mountain about God. Many are waiting for God to talk to their mountain. God, they're waiting for God to do something about their mountain, and he's told us, talk to it. And if we don't talk to it, the mountain stays there. Amen. Talk to the mountain, not about the mountain. Whosoever shall say to the mountain. Most people around the dinner table, the conversation is about the mountain. Not to the mountain. They're conversing about the mountain. And the more you talk about it, the more it grows. Verse 24. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. And when you stand praying, forgive if you have ought against any. So Jesus lists unforgiveness as a primary reason why most people's faith doesn't work. Not the only reason, but he's listing it as a primary cause of why people's faith won't work. I decided long ago I will not get offended with anyone. I don't wait until somebody says something before I make that choice. Yeah. I'll, I'll not get offended. Amen. Will offensive things be said? Yes, but I'm just not taking it. I'm not taking unforgiveness. I'm not taking bitterness. I'm not taking any of that. Amen. Offense, I'm not taking it. Amen. Why? Because I need my faith more than I need that feeling. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Look at verse 24 again. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire. So verse 23 is telling us how to remove hindrances that come against us. Verse 24 is telling us how to get our desires met. That's right. What things soever you desire, when you pray, believe, what are we to believe? Believe that we receive them. Yes. Believe that we receive them and we shall have them. This is where many people trip up. They think the word receive and manifest are the same thing. And they are not the same right. thing. Right. Yeah. He is not asking you to believe that something has manifested that has not manifested. He is saying believe you receive it. Receiving is not something done in the natural arena. Receiving is an action of the faith in your heart. It's a spirit action. Amen. With your spirit, you receive it. 
with your, you have to receive it with your spirit before it will ever manifest out here. Manifestation is dealing with the natural, something showing up out here. He's saying what things ever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive it. Lay hold of it with your spirit. And you shall have it manifested in this realm. This is what you have to understand about your answer. Your answer exists in two forms. In its unseen form and its seen form. It's unmanifested form and it's manifested form. It's invisible form and it's visible form. He's saying this, while it's still invisible, believe you receive it. While it's still unseen, believe you receive it. That's right. So we could read it this way. What things ever you desire when you pray, while it's still unseen, with your spirit say, I receive it. And if you do that, you shall have it. It shall be seen. Amen. And this is where a lot of people are tripping over faith because they think God's telling them to believe that something's manifested that hasn't. No. I don't believe it's manifest. I, I received it with my spirit, so I don't care what has shown up or hasn't shown up because if I will stay with what I received in my spirit, it has to show up. He shall have. He shall have. He, it shall manifest. And can I tell you this? That's not even your part. That last phrase, if you want, just put a, a little piece of sticky note over those words to cover it up because that's God's side, not your side. That's God's business and not your business. Your job is say, I believe I receive. It's his job to make sure, and you shall have it. That's right, amen. You can't make it appear. You can't make pain leave. You can't make symptoms leave, but you can say, I believe I receive it. In here, not because of something out here that tells me, but God told me. In his word, he told me. And with my spirit, I receive it. Receiving is a spirit action. It's a faith action of the spirit of man. Praise the Lord. Then again, you have to understand this. You say, well, Pastor Nancy, you're trying to, uh, I mean, I'm dealing with stuff. I'm not making light of that, but you have to understand there's two differences, truth and fact. Truth and fact. Fact encompasses every circumstance of your life, your natural life. Uh, everything that's coming against you, everything that's in your way. Uh, fact is pain, symptoms, unpaid bills. Things that, all the, all the natural things, that's fact, but it's not truth. Truth is the word. Truth is, the only thing that can qualify as truth is the word of God because it's the only thing that doesn't change. Truth never changes. Facts change all the time. Truth governs facts. But when people believe facts more than they believe truth, then truth can't change the facts because they've treated the facts like it's truth. Does that make sense? Truth trumps facts. If you will lay truth on a fact, that fact will change. It will come in line with that truth because truth is higher. So you're not saying, I don't have pain, I don't have pain, I don't have pain. I, no, you're saying that pain that's in that leg, 
It's a fact, but there's truth. And the truth is himself took my infirmities and he bare my sickness. And that's what I lay on the fact of what I feel. And my faith is attached to, if my faith is attached to the truth, not to the fact. It's not faith to act like something is not there when it is. Years ago, there was a person that I, I visited them and they were having certain, I don't, I don't even remember the condition, but they were, you know, going to a doctor about a certain condition and they told me about it. So about a year later, I came back and I said, how are you doing with, uh, re regarding that, that condition in your body? And they said, I don't know what you're talking about. And I said, yeah, we stood in your bedroom and you were telling me about that. I don't know what you're talking about. I go, okay, I got you, I got you, I got you. Because they thought acting like it wasn't there was faith. Faith calls those things that be not as though they were. It doesn't say faith calls those things that be as though they're not. Because then people won't go to the doctor because they're acting like it's not there. When something shows up, you better get your faith on it because that's the truth that will change the fact. Does that make sense to you? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I believe in the power of God. I believe in the word of God. I am the healed right now. And the facts of anything I feel, of anything I see, must bow to the truth that I believe because I receive that truth. Amen. That's how easy it is. Amen. Praise the Lord. I am not, you are not the sick trying to get healed. You are not the broke trying to get money. We, we know Third John, beloved, I wish above all things thou mayest prosper and be in health. What? Even as your soul prospers, what's this mean? To the degree your mind is renewed, that's how much health and prosperity will flow because it's based on how you think. If you think you've got to get healing, it, it's going to elude you. You'll be chasing it the rest of your life and never arrive. If you think you've got to get Got to, got to go out and work and become prosperous. You'll chase it the rest of your life. That's who you are. It's who you are. Not because of anything I've done, but because what he made mine. I was born into health at the new birth. I was born into provision. I was born into victory. Yes. Hallelujah. Stand with me to your feet tonight. Father, we thank you for your word. Aren't you thrilled with his word? I said, aren't you thrilled with his word? If it weren't for his word, we wouldn't know these things. You say, well, Pastor Nancy, I liked how you know how you um, ministered uh, with healing power and stuff at the first. Well, let me tell you something. What I taught you after that will help you have healing power in your home. Amen. Amen. Thank God for how he moves here when we're together. But it's the word you take home and put in place that you can live this way. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Lift up your hands and worship the Lord with me tonight. Father, we thank you. God is not going to heal me. I am the healed. It doesn't say, remember, let the weak say, I. It doesn't say, let the weak say, I'm going to be strong. It doesn't say, let the poor say, I'm going to be rich. I am rich. I am. And until you say, I am, from in here, it'll always elude you. I am. I am. I am. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. Father, what a precious time this week we've had together with these precious people. The honor of being in this place and being together with one another. We're so grateful for our company. Thank you for those that we are fitly joined together with. We thank you. We love the body of Christ. We love one another. And we're so grateful that we've come together this week and we've gotten to sit around your word and take it in and hear so that we can be better doers. We've received of the power. We've rejoiced together. But Father, there's more for us tonight. We thank you that there's healing for people in this place. We are the healed. We are the healed. And we join our faith together with those who come tonight and say, I want you to lay hands on me and minister healing power. We thank you. Healing power belongs to us. We give you glory and honor and thanks. Glory and honor and thanks. Hallelujah. We have in a lot of the services... The sick have been ministered to in one way or another. Uh, but if you're here tonight and you say, I have not been ministered to or received healing for something I am I'm believing God for, raise your hand if you say, I want hands laid on me for healing tonight because we want to get to everyone who wants that. Raise it real high for me so I can see real clearly. Hallelujah. Raise it real, real high. Hallelujah. Okay, those on just this side of the auditorium, if you would just come to this aisle right here. This, anyone out of this section too, just come to this aisle if you would. Everyone this side, come over to this aisle and just line up and follow the direction of the ushers. Hallelujah. Then anybody in this section that you want hands laid on you, Hallelujah. Raise your hand. In both of these sections, actually. Hallelujah. Then just come to this side aisle, if you would, and follow the direction of the ushers, and they will, they will direct you when to come up. When you go back to your seat, we're going to ask you, just go back down the center aisle unless you're on one of the front type rows. But otherwise, you can go back the other way. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's sing something.
Brother Joel, I'm going to ask you to come. I need an usher. Make sure the ushers pay attention to where these men are. And the three of us are going to lay hands on these. And we just need to make sure there's ushers with each one. Pastor Cody, if you'll just go all the way down and start at that end. Brother Joel, if you'll just start in the middle here, I'll start on this end. Congregation, reach your hands up this way. Extend your faith. It matters to us that these people receive what they came for. We thank you, Father. Hallelujah. 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 Be healed in Jesus' name. Be healed in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Healed in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Be healed in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Just say this with me. Say, I receive that healing power into my body. There it went in. There it went in. Hallelujah. Be healed in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Be healed in Jesus' name. There it goes in your love.
Hallelujah. You're welcome, love. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. If you say sometime during this week, whatever service, a morning service, evening service, and something happened to you physically, and you can already tell a change, raise your hand. I want you to raise your hand real high. Raise it real high. Don't just raise it here at the elbow. Raise it at the shoulder. Raise it real high. Hallelujah. Turn around and look at how good Jesus is. Hallelujah. Look how good Jesus is. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. For the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. For the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. For the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. And I know who I am. And I know what I have. And I know what I can do. Because I'm in Him. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. Father, this congregation, this pastor and his wife, they have been so honorable and generous. And they have hosted your plan. They provided a place where your plan could be fulfilled. And so I, I speak the blessing of the Lord upon them. Be blessed in Jesus' name. Receive the next thing that he has for you. Hallelujah. I thank you for it, Father. 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 Good experience with the building because there's more more of it to be done. <laughs> yeah. But now you got experience. Yeah. Can I tell you this? Faith is experience. Yeah. Yeah. You have to have experience with it. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, let's just worship him a few moments more. Hallelujah, we glorify you, we glorify you, we glorify you, we glorify you, we glorify you. We glorify you. Just lift up your voice. We glorify you. We glorify you, we glorify you. Hallelujah. Pastor Noel, come up here. Just come up here and just obey God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the glory shall be if you continue, if you continue, if you continue to worship, if you continue, oh, oh, the Father, the Father, the Father is seeking those that will worship Him, worship Him in spirit 
and in truth. Worship him. Worship him of who you are in him. Worship him mm -hmm. for what he has done for you. Worship him mm -hmm. uh, before even it show up in your life. Worship him. Mm -hmm. Worship him in the truth. Worship him in the spirit. Things that you cannot see. That you cannot see that he already done for you. Worship him. Worship him. Worship him. Worship yes. him. The yes. Bante Kisho to, to, tonight and this week is just the beginning of the miracle. Worship him. Worship yes. him. For he yes. will seek you. He will seek you. Yes, 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 he said. Seek you first. Seek you first. But if you worship him, he will seek you. He will seek you. He will seek those that worship him. And they came Moshe in spirit, in spirit, and in truth. Those are the true worshipers. The hour has come. And this time is forevermore. Worship, worship, worship. This is the days, the days and the time that we will worship God in spirit and in truth. And if we do, he will always show up himself and manifest himself and manifest his goodness, manifest his power, manifest his goodness and his mercy. <laughs> As you worship him, as yes. you worship him, yes. as you worship him, this is the days of the miracles of God. When the true worshipers will raise up their voice, the heart yes. to worship him in spirit yes. and in truth, and God will show up. The more you worship him, the more he will show up in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Well, let's do it. We worship you, Father. We glorify you. We magnify you. We glorify you. We glorify you. We glorify, we glorify, we glorify. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We praise you. We praise you. We praise you. We praise you. We glorify you, Father. We glorify you. We glorify, we magnify, we glorify. I cannot overemphasize to us enough the importance of knowing who you are in Christ. On our website, we collected all the in him scriptures, in whom through him all of these things that show us who we are what we have and what we can do because we're in Christ I encourage you they're free downloads go there get them print them out or put them on your device and make them part of your meditations make make them part of your meditations and I love what Pastor Noel just said by the Spirit, worship Him for who you are. But you're gonna, you need to find out who you are. Amen. Hallelujah. As one lady said, it, it's almost like when she was feeding on those, it was like she was born again again. Because she began to build in her the reality and her heart grabbed hold of it. It wasn't just something she heard preached. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We are a gathering 
of the one who returned to give thanks, right? We give you thanks, Jesus, for all that has been done in your plan, and may you be glorified. And as we leave this place, we're doers. We're doers of the word. We're doers. We're not hearers only. We are doers of the word. Amen. We come here because we intend that when we walk out of this place, it governs the way we live. We're not just attending church and then going back to life as it was. Every service offers us change, and we take it. Amen. We take it. We are changed from glory to glory. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, turn to somebody before you're dismissed tonight and say, God is good to me all the time. And you can be dismissed. God bless you. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, become a partner, or visit our online store. This program has been made possible by the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries.